Five years ago, Bill Lick's cartoon remains spot on by Anthony Dillon. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Five years ago, on the 4th of August 2016, the Australian newspaper published a cartoon by Bill Leake at which some sectors of the public expressed outrage at what they ostensibly believed was a racist depiction of Aboriginal people. But even casual followers of current events at the time would have known Bill's cartoon was not racist, but only reflected reality then as it still does. Aboriginal children are more likely to suffer neglect and abuse the non-Aboriginal children. As recently as Tuesday, which was the 3rd of August, a front-page story reported that in Western Australia, while some good work was being done to support Aboriginal families, more than half the children placed in care were Aboriginal. For Bill's persecutors, whom he referred to as the offenderati, it was another opportunity for them to do what they loved most, take offence, shout racism, and be the centre of attention. Actually, it was an opportunity to do anything other than acknowledge that just maybe there was a problem with child abuse and neglect in Aboriginal communities. Any accusation of Bill being racist was and still is ridiculous. I know this because Bill and I spent much time talking about the problems facing Aboriginal people and he was deeply concerned for their plight. In the past, he had done some excellent cartoons defending them, so it beggars belief that he be called racist. At the time of the cartoon in 2016, the neglect of Aboriginal children was nothing new. It was a topic reported on many times before and continues to do so responsibly today. Consider a story by Nicholas Rothwell in which he wrote about the crisis in the Kimberley in 2011. Pack rape is the most frequent mode of initiation into sex for pretty girls. These episodes are so distressing, they rarely come out, but they show, of course, for years afterwards in the troubled behaviour of teenagers. I can't recall outrage for this. Three weeks after Bill's cartoon appeared, Paige Taylor and Victoria Laurie wrote about Fitzroy Valley, quote, where children suffer among the world's highest rates of brain damage caused by maternal drinking, end quote. Where was the outrage? Or consider an article by Taylor published nine days after Bill's cartoon appeared about WA's Banksia Hill Juvenile Detention Centre where the children, mostly Indigenous, looked forward to Family Day each July, an event that was bigger than Christmas. However, that year, 2016, only 45 of the 80 families who had said they would come actually turned up. Where was the outrage? Taylor went on to say, Quote, such is life at the Banksia Hill Juvenile Detention Centre, where children learn they can depend on order in the system that incarcerates them, if not much elsewhere in their lives. Where was the outrage? A welfare officer at the centre was reported to have said, quote, the kids openly tell us, when I went home, you know, I went home to nothing. Mum was drinking, so-and-so was taking drugs. End quote. Where was the outrage? So why did Bill's cartoon attract so much opprobrium, yet the stories mentioned did not? 
I believe it was because his cartoon grabbed the reader's attention immediately. And what gets your attention gets you. News articles, no matter how well written, need to be read by interested people for their content to be noticed. But a good cartoon can be seen from across the room and hit you in your eyes. And this is what Bill did best. Hit you in the eyes. He was just doing his job, which he did so brilliantly. Early on the morning of Bill's cartoon, I emailed a copy of it to my father, Cole Dillon, stating, quote, Dad, half of me was crying and the other half was laughing. Bill has an incredible talent that enables him to blend humour and tragedy without losing the seriousness of the situation, end quote. My father, Australia's first Aboriginal police officer, who admired Bill, said he agreed with my sentiments and offered Bill his full support in a conversation later that day after Twitter went into meltdown with claims Bill was racist. Bill, I wish I could say that since your cartoon we've made huge strides in eradicating the problem you were so deeply concerned about, the well-being of Aboriginal people, especially the children. But I can't because a little has changed. Consider an article in May 2021 that quotes from a report by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare report on child protection. Quote, nearly one in six Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children accessed child protection services last year, eight times the rate of non-Indigenous children, and an increasing number of them are in out-of-home care. The number of Indigenous children removed from home, now 11 times the rate of non-Aboriginal children, has been described as a national scandal by Labor and horrifying by senior Indigenous figures. I can't help but notice the failure to stem the continuing high rates of child abuse and neglect in the Aboriginal population is matched by a rise in what I call the deadly three. Political correctness, identity politics and cancel culture. Fear of speaking out keeps us silent. This paper gave Bill a platform to speak out using his cartoons. We still miss you, Bill. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future. It would be a great favour to every teacher, nurse and transport driver you know if you would tell them about redunion.com.au. Not only are they going to save hundreds of dollars every year, but they can save another $25 off their first month's membership when they use the coupon GOODSOURCE. The reason they're going to save so much money? Because this union is defunding the Labor Party by only spending members' money on members. Tell every nurse, teacher, and transport worker you know to go to redunion.com.au and use the coupon GOODSOURCE.